welcome to Produce with a Purpose. I'm Karen Gold and I just want to check in with you right about now to see how your New Year's resolutions are going. Typically New Year's goals are going to include going on a diet, which isn't really a goal in itself unless you're really just trying to work on your willpower and your martyrdom and tolerance for bad tasting food. Specific goals might include lowering your blood pressure, possibly your cholesterol, losing some weight, reducing inflammation so your joints work better, boosting immunity, or reducing your sugar intake but still having energy, or reducing the amount of processed foods on your plate without adding more work in. So let's take a crack at these. Eating more fresh produce is really going to help you on all of these goals. The easiest answer is to put more vivid color from the produce section onto your plate. So how do you make good habits stick and not fade away before the Valentine's Day treats arrive and the Christmas lights are even taken down? And so what do we need? Easy recipes, smart substitutions that are actually satisfying, and solutions to some of the things that we want to improve on. We need awesome flavor, and eye appeal, and we can't have it feel like deprivation or require discipline. It just has to be something you really want and enjoy, something that makes you feel good. So my motto for anything we're gonna eat to reach any of our goals is that all recipes should be stupid easy, madly tasty, and secretly healthy. Those are my cooking rules to live by. Lower blood pressure or cholesterol means low fat and low sodium items that cleanse the kidneys and reduce buildup and support your circulation. So those include celery. And in fact, I had a, a student in a class who wanted to lower her blood pressure and get off all the crazy medications. I recommended to her that she try three or four sticks of celery a day and see if that helped. And a month later, she came back and said her doctor had taken her off one of her medications and she was really happy about that. Another item is all the leafy greens. All of them have healthy nitrates, um, which particularly help um, with the blood pressure. Beets are great. Berries are delightful. Whole grains, seeds and nuts will help. Garlic, olive oil asparagus, cinnamon. Come on, these are treats. This is good stuff. Foods that are rich in potassium help the walls of your arteries and veins stay flexible. These include pomegranate, avocado, cantaloupe and honeydew melons, bananas, mushrooms, sweet potatoes, tomatoes, and beans. For losing weight, you wanna opt out of or greatly reduce the saturated fats and those calorie dense foods by substituting high fiber, high water content, nutrient dense foods. Try making at least two out of three meals free of animal protein and that will help a bunch. For losing weight, vegetables that help you a whole bunch include broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts, cabbage, that whole mustard cabbage family is good. Avocado again, partly because it's, it's just got healthy oils and it, it fills you up and it's satisfying. Leafy greens, again, are gonna help you a bunch, and sweet peppers. To reduce inflammation, there are foods that will definitely help. And the goal with reducing inflammation is to feel less pain 
and lethargy and to ward off diseases, right? Acidification leads to inflammation and inflammation is connected to a whole lot of nasty chronic diseases, some scary ones. So we definitely want to bring down the general um, inflammation. So we'd want to substitute out the refined carbohydrates such as white bread and pastries and, and white sugar sweets. Want to get rid of french fries and other fried foods. But if you have an air fryer, for example, and don't have to put in all that oil, you can do a whole lot better and still get a nice mouth feel. The soda's got to go. I'm sorry, but that stuff's nasty. All the sugar-sweetened beverages uh, are not helping because we never think of them as actual calories or actual food, right? They're just sort of on the side there. They don't count. But they often have a lot of nasty things in there. Even the carbonation can add to um, acidification and, and the inflammation that comes from that. Red meat, like burgers and steaks, and processed meats, like hot dogs and sausages, you don't need me to tell you that that's, that's not helping you any, right? Same with margarine. You know, animal type shortenings and lard, uh, none of those are really helping you keep the inflammation at bay. So go for the vegetable shortenings, strongly recommend it. Vegetable uh, items that will help you up the anti-inflammatory balance of your food include tomatoes, olive oil, green leafy vegetables such as spinach, kale, and collards, nuts like almonds and walnuts, fruits such as strawberries, blueberries, cherries, and oranges, and healthy fats like the avocados and the coconut. Now I will say some folks have a reaction, um, an inflammatory reaction to everything in the nightshade family and that means peppers, tomatoes, eggplant, tomatillos in your green salsa, all those things are a no-no if you have that particular problem. If you notice you're having a reaction, try avoiding them for a while and see if that's actually causing you a problem. You can boost your immunity with phytonutrients, vitamins, and minerals found in plant-based foods. Phytochemicals in the plant are there to protect the plants from pathogens, pollutants, DNA damage, etc., and they can work for us too. Carotenes, vitamin A, that whole family of, uh, of vitamins that we're finding in orange-colored items are good for so many things. Anthocyanins are pretty much in everything dark purple, and those are not only anti-inflammatories, they are considered tumor inhibitors. Vitamin C protects against all kinds of germy stuff, and zinc, I find zinc is particularly good for fighting off cold and flu. Vitamin E can help repair damaged cells and maintain the health of your skin, and we don't think of our skin as this giant respiratory organ, but that's what it really is. So when your skin is healthy, that helps you resist bacteria from coming in through your skin. All right, reducing sugar intake. I know this one's hard, but read the ingredients on whatever you're buying because it's tricky. Look at the total carbs versus the added sugars. Some things just have carbs in them. Fruit has, has natural sugars. I'm not as worried about that as when the white stuff gets added on top of that. 
In addition, the labeling has gotten a little bit sneaky. Words like cane juice, in addition to the corn syrup and all the other kinds of sugary sweetener things that aren't great for you, when they divide them up in different types of sugar, all of them move further down the list of ingredients on the label, which makes it look like it's not as sugary, but don't be fooled. There are lots of great substitutes for baking, honey, maple syrup, molasses, coconut sugar, applesauce, dates, coconut, all of those can help you continue to cook something delicious, satisfy that sweet tooth because we don't want you to be sad and miserable because then all of your resolutions will not stick, but there are ways around it. So look for those recipes that, that can substitute. Definitely want to swap out sugary drinks with fruity teas and infusion waters that give you all the flavor that you like in a drink without a big pile of sugar added into it. I mean, a can of soda, seriously, has more sugar than most of my desserts. That's crazy. Processed sugars end up spiking your blood sugar levels and then crashing, leaving you more tired and probably a little cranky. So get yourself some real time-released energy from nature, not from a processing factory. Reducing processed foods without having a whole lot more work. That is a challenge, right? Because we, some days we're just not feeling it, right? I don't feel creative, I don't feel inspired, I don't feel like going shopping, but I'm still hungry. So first, let's keep in mind that serious freshness is gonna make everything taste better with a lot less work. Go to localharvest.org, it's a great website, and it'll show you where the farmer's markets and farm boxes and farm stands and everything are located in your area. Once you get some good vegetables, one pot or roasting sheet meals, right? When you marinate a bunch of chopped up root vegetables, for example, the beets and the carrots and the turnips and the potatoes and the sweet potatoes and give them a little coating in oh, some delicious marinade with a little, little light olive oil and something perky, some spices, maybe paprika, maybe a squirt of vinegar. Anyway, you just lay them all out on a baking sheet. Keep it easy. Try a rice cooker or an air fryer or a slow pot or an instapot, any of these things that give you a quick shortcut. Make enough to freeze some and put it away. Make a really big pot of soup and just put some away in a jar. Make a big batch of pesto and freeze it in little containers that you can just throw into the pasta or the rice or what have you at a moment's notice. And then keep those healthy snacks around, the hummus, the nice dips, nuts, uh, freeze a bunch of fruit for smoothies, keep all that stuff on hand. So the day you are uninspired, you don't have to be. Okay, adding in more leafy greens. This is hugely valuable, but we know that a lot of us have gone to the supermarket and seen that big wall of leafy greens, and in our mind is the word should. I should be having that. I should do that. But I don't know what to do with it. And so you're standing there trying to figure it out and you just get sprayed with the misters and go away mad and you didn't get any leafy greens. 
So here are some ways to do this. Microgreens are good on and in practically everything. Throw them in your scrambled eggs in the morning, throw them on top of your veggie taco, your noodle bowl, everything you can think of. There's no chopping, no peeling, nothing. Super easy and it's super condensed nutrition. You can throw leafy greens into a risotto with mushrooms. That's total comfort food. Just absolutely delicious. Wrap up either polenta or quinoa or some rice mixture that you like and bake it in tomato sauce. And so it ends up sort of being like, a, it can be an enchilada if you spice it that way. It can be like manicotti if you spice it Italian. But either way, you got your greens, you got your whole greens, good to go. Branch out from spinach. Chard, bok choy, collard greens, beet greens, turnip greens. Oh, they're so underrated. Turnip greens are delicious. Now you can, with any of these, just saute them with a little olive oil and garlic and put them on top of whatever. Maybe some polenta. They're gonna be great. Uh, Swiss chard goes great in a Tuscan beans and greens soup. Bok choy, you can just braise it with some mushrooms. That's all delicious. Turnips, okay. You know those cute little white turnips? They're very tender and very delicious. I would say just saute the actual turnip in a little bit of sesame oil, just till they brown on the outside. Take those out, give the turnip greens a couple of seconds, with a little splash of um, tamari, and good to go. And of course, you can always top your polenta with sauteed greens with a bit of garlic and a little marinara on it, and you're all fancy. Okay, do you need exotic superfoods to make your goals? And what does that even mean? I mean, isn't this just a bunch of silly hype? Well, mm, superfoods are fruits and vegetables that are nutrient dense and have lots of vitamins and high value nutrients. So while acai berries and goji berries are nice little treats, all the berries are superfoods and so are all the leafy greens. So your blueberries are perfectly awesome. My aunt used to keep uh, just a bag of frozen blueberries in the freezer and just grab a handful every day to protect your eyesight. It's like, oh, it's like tiny little popsicles. It's so cute. Some varietals like tangerine tomatoes are extra rich. In fact, tangerine tomatoes are the highest in lycopene of any tomato. Anything dark purple, as I said before, has a load of anthocyanins. Go for it. Orange and purple sweet potatoes are loaded with value. They are super duper foods. Plus they taste amazing and you don't have to do very much to make them awesome. So it doesn't have to be exotic and expensive. Just look for deeply colorful and fresh foods. Get all of these benefits from good nutrient dense foods and you will have more energy as well. As you replace things that cause inflammation and slow you down, the natural complex carbs in veggies and fruit will provide the energy. Add in a little stretching and walking and you're in great shape. The easiest goal to work toward and, and kind of be able to measure for yourself is increasing the amount of deep red, orange, dark yellow, dark green, 
deep purples and blues on your plate and reducing the brown and white stuff with the exception of garlic, onions, and mushrooms. Those white and brown things are actually great. Extra tips, make main meal salads featuring garbanzos or kidney beans that fill you up. Try some of the bean-based pastas because those are gonna give you more fiber and protein than uh, just the wheat-based ones. Throw some broccoli microgreens in your breakfast scramble. Make homemade soups with enough for another meal. Risottos and veggie pastas can become soup the next day by reheating quickly with some veggie broth. And the last thing is be well informed on why things are good for you and how to make them tasty. The internet is loaded with stuff. All right, where to get all this great fresh produce? Your farmer's market, of course, and summer year round, even in places like New Hampshire, Maine, pesto, your pasta sauce, your smoothie ingredients, and freeze away. Don't beat yourself up if you backslide. One meal that's not super duper is not going to ruin you. If you feel horribly deprived, like you're eating dirt and twigs, that will derail you. So I wish you well for a healthy, happy year ahead where you are constantly improving your health and learning new things to benefit your health and finding a lot of joy and color on your plate. Catch me again for our next podcast. We'll be talking about what to do about those sweets as we come around to Valentine's Day and further temptations. This has been Produce with a Purpose. Stay well. The information in this podcast is not and does not substitute for medical advice. Please see a nutritionist for specific help with your health concerns.